This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Think Loud Crew podcast. Three moms getting real with parenthood, relationships, and the WTF moments of our daily lives. Today we have a special guest. Dun, da, da, da. Hi, Ashley. We are going to talk about the beautiful episode that aired <laughs> last night and all the things that they left out. I'm genuinely mad that they left out so much. I'm happy. I think I know you're I'm happy, happy, but I'm upset. I feel like you flipped the table for me and my ancestors. That's yes, right That's on. The table would flip. I said, you know what? Shy, shy, you hulked out. Prettiest hulk I ever seen, but bitch, hulk nevertheless. Yeah. <laughs> hulk smash. I'm looking at Farrah and I'm like, okay. Zach, Zach motherfucking ass laughing. Corey, yes. motherfucking, Corey motherfucking ass ain't even put his drink down. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> shy, shy, please. I just remember looking at you and you looking at me like, you better move. Because if I swing, bitch, I'm going to hit you. And I'm not even going to mean to. And I'm just like, all right. <laughs> okay. All I'm going to say is, number one, I hated how they ended last week's episode. Because it was like a cliffhanger. They hyped up Farrah come in and then two it was times. like two seconds she's in and then the episode ended. Now yeah. we start yesterday's episode and <laughs> it was like shit hit the fan so quick. So quick. But they didn't show a lot of the shit that was hitting the fan. And mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I just want to say I was minding my business when Farrah came. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, we all were minding our business. Say this. I let's just be very transparent about how this whole fucking setup took place. After Brianna almost lost her lungs in the bounce house that you rent for your kids' parties, Corey said, since we won, we were the winners. We were gonna have a celebratory party. So Mm -hmm. Corey has us thinking it's gonna be a good time in Walks Farah. So I'm I was double duped. But because Sparrow with when 
when they said, oh, you guys should all, production said you guys should all do a toast. Or, oh, yeah. Yes, oh, while she walked yes. in. So my back was turned to the entrance. And I don't like that. I don't like my back being turned because. They said you don't know up. what's happening. But I don't know what's happening. But I knew something was happening. And we always knew something was happening when security would come out. Yep. When And there was a massive amount of security. And they were standing everywhere. And we also know because that's the only time we saw hard alcohol. When did we ever see oh, that? That's crazy. So they they literally set up this scene to be a little like extra. Yeah, but I just want to say I wasn't drunk. No. I wasn't ask. No. I you two shots in? No, I didn't take any shots. I had wine. Like I literally had wine. The table that I flipped, we were playing flip cup on prior to. And it was water. Well, my side was water. <laughs> I was just sipping wine. So, like, I saw a lot of people be like, oh, is this drunk shy? I'm like, no. 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 You wouldn't know if it was drunk right. shy. That part. But I wasn't drunk. I was just triggered. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a lot coming from, like, I've seen, last night I went back and was looking at some stuff that she said online. And it's like, what is, it just wasn't necessary. So. She- is delusional capital d um i don't know what's wrong with the bitch first of all she came in looking like a therapist herself i'm so confused about what she was wearing a mix of dress barn and and um i don't know but it wasn't giving somebody told me it was giving me ham handmaid's tail vibes it was and then i and then like the face was giving me purge at first i was scared because i didn't know if she okay, wait. Not, not purged. Not purged. You ready to kill? I had to assess the situation because the face doesn't give emotion, so you don't know. But you don't know what she's oh, going through. This is a lot. No, no. it's a lot. It seemed like a lot because she. I feel like she kept pumping herself up to saying the fairway wave and like kept like pressing that. Like, are we writing the fairway wave? I don't think so, girl. No. You know, let's just commend Corey because if Corey hadn't spoken to her I don't I think that everybody would have pretended like she did not exist mm. I I and I think that that's what it was and that's, unless that's some ignorant ass shit to right. pop, I think that she no one I think we would all insight, her. it like everyone went from like cheers to like okay right somebody's it's talking a, to her amongst us and everyone's in it. Like, no one said, no one except for fucking Gary. You can't fault Gary. Yeah, no, I for sure agree that everyone was on the same page of let's just ignore her presence. Let's not give her any attention. Let's not even look her way. Like, or give her that or energy. Or give her that energy. Like, we're not going to. And that's the one thing that I was irritated watching myself back. I'm like, I wish I wouldn't even given you all that. But I remember Zach and I were sitting on the couch and Corey came over and he was like, he basically made it like not a thing, but made it known. Like, don't you remember all that shit she was talking when we joined the show and saying how I should be fired and she'd come back then or saying this, that and the third. And I'm just sitting there and it's like a devil and an angel. And like the little devil is just yapping his mouth and I'm just getting triggered. And I'm looking at Zach, who's like in a good mood, laughing, tears up. Drinking, like holding his cup, and I'm, and then the devil is just still talking that shit. Let's go. So, yeah, it was, you know, I don't know. I watched it back, and I'm just like, I wish I would have never even gone over to the table when Corey said something to her. 
But either way, even if I wasn't standing there, she would have still said ghetto and was ignorant. And I would have just jumped from the couch. So was yeah. that really how she started off? Like, was there a lot of conversation before that? No, happened, that, that, that like, scene was true. Like that most and Corey was the most like. In my opinion, like the way he came at it was like kind of jokingly, almost to keep it light. He was like, so that's how you feel? She could have been like, yeah, motherfucker, that's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Right, and he could have, yeah. Yeah, but like- I bought that. But I always, I always, always, always say this. It's always the most uneducated, uncultured people that blurt out, ghetto, you're ghetto. First of all, Let's go back to school and learn the meaning so we can use the word appropriately in the right context. Cause that's not, that's not it. You can't rewrite the dictionary because you're racist. Secondly, <laughs> I need a shirt that says that <laughs> you cannot. Secondly, Corey, just because she's allowed to say whatever she wants. Corey's allowed to say whatever he wants. And mm-hmm. I could see if he went up to her and was like, you know, getting at her foul, but right. Uh, he walked over with a smile on his face he was so friendly yeah he wasn't attacking he wasn't like yeah i wish that we could have watched it in like slow-mo because i swear when she said ghetto me you and bar were all like 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 our heads turned so yeah like a scary movie we all just heard it and came alive slew of reasons we have had our issue prior to this whole thing i already don't fuck with her and i don't play with the devil i already know how devil works so you know what i'm saying i try to stay away from her but when i heard her say ghetto it's like first of all Corey is not Corey is not ghetto no. far from far it from Corey, you could have caught that's why i said you could have you could have talked about his turtlenecks yeah, i saw you, you say that i was dying <laughs> What's wrong with turtlenecks? But it's like, no, Corey is the opposite, literally the opposite of what you would think a stereotypical ghetto black man would be. But you don't have any understanding of that. So you use that word to to describe everybody or you use that word in lack of your vocabulary. You just don't have right. yeah. She doesn't have, she have words, words to actually articulate what she would like to say, except for let me just. Because even in wow. her in her therapy session, she's like, that's the only word that came to mind. That like, was my no, body. That was my body. Was my, my body, my reaction. Reacting. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. Like, that's so how you react. That's too deep. Like, yeah. that's how you react to people. For people to come up to you and say something that's very light and icebreaker. Icebreaker. Like, oh, you're ghetto? And no. you're right. She could have taken what he said and been like, yeah, yeah I said I- it. Like, okay. And what, yeah. We couldn't, shit. At that point, I would have been like, about it then. What's up, Corey? I said it and how you feel about it. Let's have a chitty chat. But she can't take the heat. You know what I'm saying? She can give it and give it and give it. And one thing about is is this. We're all moms. um, And... Or if you're not a mom, you have a little kid in your life that you'll get crazy over. You know how it feels. Exactly. And the one thing about it is I cannot like you. I cannot like you. I cannot like all of y'all. But the kids need to be left out of it. Yeah. I don't yeah. talk about Farrah's kid. Mm-hmm. I was going to need way more therapy than Farrah's got the money to pay for. <laughs> but I, I'm not going. But one thing about me is also I raise kids. I don't play with them. I don't go back and forth with them. 
Only a real mother would know that. And that's why I don't bring up nobody's kids. Because one thing about me, I'm going to drag you from Tim to Buck too. And Farah is secure in the fact that she's got security and she's created this TV security persona. And I don't think that she mm-hmm. has anybody in her real life that she's just genuine with. Yeah, no, I, agree. I don't even I don't and, even think she knows what it is to be a genuine person anymore or what that feels like. And you can see that in the way that she comes off and the way that she talks, because it's not like she's not very open to listening or hearing things about herself. So it's like when you ha- have a person like that, to me, it's they don't have a friend group or friends to really talk to them or to yeah encourage them or lift them up or be like hey no like you're wrong like, or tell them you. like that outfit looks terrible girl yes. change stop it like you haven't been around these people in a long time and that's what you decided to come out in yeah but i'm just gonna say this after seeing everything that she's done on the show prior to us being on it after seeing how what she did after the show now meeting her in person i really pray that she gets some help some help yeah i do she's i I think that she genuinely needs help and i think she and i hope that she gets it not only for herself but for Her her family and how she raises her daughter yeah because i really think that this persona that she's created in her head um has really fucked up her head yeah, there's a lot of disconnect. There's so much disconnect. Desensitized from everything. It's mm-hmm. it's sad. Like it's genuinely sad to watch and it's sad to see because at the end of the day, she is human mm-hmm. and she is raising a daughter. And but it's like post. Yeah, and it was really odd. And it's Fabian? it's sad. Her daughter posted last night after the episode, like raving about her mother and about how like she's so beyond this world and these people her daughter posted this yes but it everyone is like okay fair thank you for writing this very long caption about yourself right and regardless if fair wrote it or her daughter wrote it either way they both and i'm not talking about her kids so nobody say that i'm talking about her kid i'm being so genuine when i say i just really hope that they get the help that they need no seriously yeah because that's sad it's concerning just to take away the fact that i don't like her from mother to mother it's concerning Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because especially with girls there are certain things we have to teach them Mm -hmm. and every mother goes about that their own way Um, i fear her daughter is not getting that because i fear that farah does not have that to give and that's and, sad. And how can you give what you don't have? That's just straight up. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I think that the persona that she puts on is only proof of the fact that she is insecure and of the fact that she is disconnected and of the fact that she is not tethered to who she is or, you know, a culture or a belief or mm-hmm. a, I'm saying. And the only person that seems to be on her side and along for the journey is a little kid who unfortunately doesn't have the oversight to be able to say, you know what, that's fucked up. Yeah. 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 And that's sad. Yeah. <clears throat> like there's, I, like you said, like we don't have to like her for who she is, but at the end of the day, I genuinely pray for 
her and her child because it is just like watching a train wreck and it's just like but I feel like at the same time she's created this persona of being such a nasty mean person that she doesn't even know how to get out of it yeah it's like when you're at home who are you? Yeah. Who like at the end of the daughter, night, who are you? I don't, I think that long ago, those lines blended. And I think that's why we see what we see. I don't think there's a, like, for instance, we're on TV. You know what I'm saying? We might go to something and be like, yeah, we're going to turn it up. This is for TV. This is for TV. But then when we're done, we're like, all right, I'm going home, put my kids to bed. I'm going to put my pajamas on, you know, yeah. there's a, there's an off switch. There's a genuine switch that you turn on with your sisters and your family. I don't think that she has that. And I think that that's why it's just for her to come out and to change who she is would have, would be for her to admit that the person that she's giving us is just a character. Yeah. Damn. Do you think this is, you know, she's been doing this for a very long time and it's um, from what I've seen and when I hear her name over the last, you know, five, six years at this point, there's been a lot of like negative things that have been said or um, like, I haven't really seen anything positive. So it's like, do you think from her starting at such a young age and just getting kind of lost in this TV land persona that she's created for herself? It's like, you know, how does she change who she yeah, is? How does she change who she, she is when it's, and it's not I, change, well, I just, but like grow, I would and like open to if new. If you look new. at her, her page Mm -hmm. she tries in some form or fashion to show positivity like talking about like sisterhood and women's rights and all this stuff but you can't do that yeah and then be such an evil person Person to other to other people or to other women and uplift them yeah you can't be so mean and like she posted last night basically how she's the smartest person on team mom if you combine all of us she's smarter than all of us so you can't gonna sue her ass harvard's gonna sue that bitch for saying she's a harvard graduate they getting real tired of her defamation yeah harvard graduate no but it's like no she tried i think they kicked her out oh no but it's like how do you preach all this like positivity and spirituality and women and sisterhood but then you're still you don't walk that walk you don't walk that walk and you say really mean things and you're bashing other women in their motherhood and people that you don't even know yeah, there's no way in hell you can say I'm a bad mom. No. There's no way in hell you can say Ashley's a bad mom. No. Not no. even on your worst days, <laughs> you guys are a bad no. mom. I think that was that was the reason why I tried to get to know Farrah initially. Mm-hmm. Because when I first got on the show, I didn't know, like, I was only a viewer. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to connect with people not based upon what everybody else was saying. That's why me and Farah had linked up, went out, had drinks, all that. Okay, can you explain that? Because all I know from that is from what I read online. How did that even happen? So basically, years and years ago, when I was still, I think, on Young and Pregnant, um, this company called FabFitFun, they were having, like, this winter wonderland release party with like Tyga. It was supposed to be like a brand party, whatever, you know? So I got invited 
once I got invited, a guy named Johnny Donovan reached out to me who said that he was like one of Farrah's besties, whatever, whatever. He was like, yo, when you get here, I think it's really good press uh, for Farrah if like, you know, you guys hang out, have some drinks. So that video and all those pictures, that was like press. That was what we came to do. But also it like it was a it sounded like a Farrah promo moment. It was staged, but I didn't realize what how staged it was like I okay act of like ooh Ashley and Cheyenne can link up for a crossover not uh Ashley's linking up with Cheyenne but Cheyenne really don't fuck with Ashley type of thing you know what I'm saying I I I thought yes it was for press but also like she could be a cool person I don't know anything about her um and so we did that. We hung out. We had some shots. And then the next morning. Wait, sorry. I, so that night, was she friendly? Was she cool? Like, did you guys have a good time? I was, I am going to speculate and say that she was booger sugared out. If you don't know what booger sugar oh, is. Okay. At, we said, oh. We <laughs> she yeah. Sugared out. It was very like. Hi, how are you? Let's dance. Oh, she was hyped. You know what I'm saying? And then every time I was like, if she has like a relaxed state, like let's relax. Like she was never a downer. No, let's be, let's let's just chill and vibe. Like, I don't know. She was just very like, she was on aggressive. She was on on. whatever the fuck she was on. on. She was on. She was very, very, very friendly that night. She even talked to me. She was like, you know, this could make you a lot of good money, but you got to be careful about like how you make your steps. Like she was real kind. And so when I posted that picture with her, people were giving me so much shit. They were like, uh, two birds of a feather whole flock together. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Um, but then like the next day or like maybe like two days later, I think, she had, I woke up, she had did a live and in her live, she was like, all young and pregnant girls, even Ashley, they got pregnant to take my place and they got pregnant to be like me. Oh, stop. I, and that was like, literally, I had just got done hanging out with her. So I hit, hit up Don, Johnny and I was like, what, what? the fuck? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. Like I just, what did he say about it? Because I've met him once or twice. You know, his little messy ass. Yeah, him. He's mm-hmm. on I fuck with him, but he's on he's on messy notice, Johnny. I <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, in case you hear this, we know what you're doing. I've met is. him once or twice on he, messy notice. He was definitely, I could tell he was in the scene, whatever scene it was. And boots. I I I ain't gonna think against Johnny, you know what I'm saying? But he's a little messy boots. And I hit him up and I was like, so what's tea with your girl? Like, is she on dope? And he was like, <gasps> Oh, he was like, she was like, I don't, he was like, I don't know the issue. And I was like, well, I'm saying something about me. This was young and pregnant days. So keep that in mind. I have grown since then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we know, girl. We see your girl. We see your girl. We see I was, I, listen, just let her know that for the sheer fact that she say anything about my child, when I see her, I'm going to knock the plastic out of her face. And that's just what it was. Um, until I realized also like, I'm not the kind of person that's going to keep going for someone when I see that they're weak and they're really not, they can't give me back what I give them. Yeah. yeah. I peep that you can't give me the same energy. I'm going to lower my energy because I'm not a bully. You know what I'm saying? So once I gave her a little rah, rah, and she was like, eh, I was like, okay, bitch, call the police there. You know what I'm saying? What you going to do? <laughs> oh my God. 
Ryan's response when you were hitting him up, like, was he trying to mediate or was he just like, I don't know what what happened? Basically, like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Hmm. Flat out. And I felt I felt weird about him because it's like you reached out to me to set this up. That's like me introducing you to my friend and then my homegirl bugs out on you. And then I'll, oh, girl, I'm not in it. Like, what yeah. do you, you're our only connect. I'm saying mm-hmm. so. You're I was, in it. I was expecting him to be a little more like, I don't know, let's figure this out. But he was just basically like, I don't know. I don't know what her problem is. And so I was like. Someone's like, what was the point of all of it? It almost seems like it was on purpose. But here's my whole thing. You can't be mad. That even after all these years on Team Mom and all the sex tape you sold, you still a D-list celebrity like me, baby. We still get invited to the same D-list celebrity parties. And that's what you're mad about. And I, I ain't got nothing to say about it. If you've been on the show for 10 years and you did all this, you should be partying with the Jays and the Beyonce's. I don't know why you at Fab Fit Fun with me, but don't take that out on me and ruin right. my <laughs> You know? I, I don't know. No, I agree. I feel you. <laughs> I definitely like, agree. She's like, I've, I've got the, the credentials. Like, I've I got the look now. Like, where's my invite? I might be confused and frustrated. But like, the thing is, she's mad at the wrong people. Yeah. Right. You need to be mad at the people who forced you to make a decision between your two careers. You need to be mad at yourself for continuously saying, I don't care, instead of saying, you know what, I do care, and that's why I'm going to get help, and that's why I'm going to seek there. I think it is such a trend to be a bad bitch, and blah, 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 but it's not cute to be emotionally disturbed. No, no, it no it's not. not at all. What did you guys not. think about Amber when Amber was talking to her and was trying to, like, kind of bring Mellow her down some out, yeah. and just kind of be like, hey, you do have, we don't have to be friends, but you do have an ally or someone who understands because of just being in yeah, this environment she's trying to yeah i feel like amber has done like such a complete change of who she is as a person mm-hmm. and she wants to do that in all aspects of her life so all i can do is sit back and respect, respect it. it yeah at the same time after talking to amber talking to macy talking to kate it's like and seeing the shit online sarah runs Amber's name in the dirt like she has the meanest things to say about her so it's um it's like why continue to put yourself in a position to get burned and I feel like right. that's what Macy was trying to say like she continues to shit on you why would so you why, even give yeah. her that energy and I feel like Amber thought oh Farrah walked in we all did this like gang up mentality on her I don't, that wasn't it. And then later on, Amber came to me and was like, I didn't hear the ghetto comment. I didn't know like where your animosity came from. She's also said she didn't know about your situation with her and didn't know that Ferris said nasty things about when I joined. So she's like, I'm sitting here thinking that only Macy and I have issues with her. I didn't know everybody. She's, she's cross lines with everybody. So I feel like I don't know. To be, I like that Amber showed a different side of herself, but at the same time, it's like, don't give it that. Yeah, energy. I wouldn't have given her all that. It's also like, what did Farrah expect to happen when she walked in, knowing like what she does online, knowing what's happened in the past? Like, did she expect y'all to be like, oh, let's kumbaya now? Like, right, I don't open know. arms? It's, I, don't, it's, uh, I already knew it was going to be some shit. I said, what did uh, you think about what Amber did? 
I thought it was commendable because Amber really does have the longest history of issues with Farrah. Mm-hmm. Um, but to see, first of all, I think that some people just show you their character and for that alone, you cannot deal with them. And yeah. that's that. Some some things are character things that I don't think people can change. Yeah, and that, no, at all. Yeah, or it might take years of changing. Yeah. Um, and so to see Amber like try to extend the olive branch for her for Fair to be like, well, she's on probation. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Like, weren't you just face down in the dirt outside of a restaurant two days ago? So I don't know. <laughs> and Amber was the only one that was trying to save you from getting your ass whooped. So you should have took that olive branch and grew a damn olive tree. That's but what it. you did, as per usual, you burn every bridge that anyone tries to, to make with you. Yeah, I forgot about that comment that she said she's on probation, so fill in the blank. It was what? like, what is that even supposed to mean? What is, number one, what the fuck does that mean? And number two, she was literally the only person who, like you said, extended an, a, an olive branch, tried to, you know, Amber said it's all under the bridge. Like she tried and fair once again, shit on you. But you can't. I would someone who like we have to understand that we have to meet people where they are, even if we don't want them to be where we have to meet them where they are. That's something that I've learned in dealing with people like. I have family members that are just crazy. You can't rationalize with crazy. You can't argue with crazy because girl crazy is crazy. You're going to be crazy arguing with a crazy. Mm -hmm. So I've just decided to stay away. And I think that the same thing needs to happen for Farah. She is emotionally, I don't want to label her because I'm not a fucking therapist or a doctor, but she needs some emotional care. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. And I'm pretty sure like this whole MTV teen mom franchise environment for her does feel toxic towards her. Like, but because, like because, in her right, 
mind, it's like, this is a triggering environment. So but it's, she did that to herself. I understand she did it to you herself. You can't bring yourself into a situation that you already know. That, that you already know is not, not right healthy for you. for you. Yeah. So it's, it's, um, but my thing is, it's not like, it's not, it's not like we, we talking about a man. I could see if it was like, girl, he toxic, but I love him. I'm going back. This is a company. You keep saying they're sexualizing you, harassing you. Um, right. Whatever woman's rights you've Googled. I mean, if that's the case, then go away. Yeah. Right. Stay away from that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're not talking about you dibbling and dabbling with this guy you've been dealing with for years. We're talking about serious allegations that you've placed on this company as a whole. Larry? Yeah. And so if that's the case, stay. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It tells me that the sex tapes and the poop cups aren't selling because you wouldn't be back somewhere if you felt like it was toxic and like you were so above everybody else that you didn't need to be here. Y'all, I just found out about these poop cups and I'm just like, where does she sell this stuff? I'm so confused. Okay. Be, I, 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 wanna, I was really confused I want to get off fair, but I just want to bring up one thing because I saw you posted last night, your oh tweet, and it was, it looked like a description of what she offers from one of, I, what is that from? Is it OnlyFans? Is it a porn site? It is. It's a, It's her OnlyFans. So she's offering, offering. I read the whole description. What was it? Oh, there's I text you. I didn't want to do too much, but you know what I'm saying. But I'm a texting to you. There's oh, more. There's more. Filthy nest. Okay, Filthy because nasty. I'm being nosy. I want to see. Me Basically, I'm curious. The one that <laughs> Ashley posted, Farah is offering for you to watch her on live cam take a poop but she puts like a full description how she will play with herself while she's pooping and then she'll show you the dirty poop after but the way that this girl has lost her mind i gotta bring up my god i'm bringing up the tweet all the way because you gotta really see how oh my god ashley i love you doing a lot fair friday surprise i don't even think we should say that out loud no That's why i literally texted <laughs> wednesday oh! wild wednesday all new stepmom stop it now oh i'm just giving she's out red nasty <laughs> that face wait it's only 50 dollars girl 80 today only. No. Yo, there's hella emojis that I never even thought of ever using this way. Queen P. <laughs> okay, just know if I'm sitting on a toilet, wait, I'm wait. about to show you. I'm this charging is called, more than 50. This is called that close-up booty hole and spread. I'm done. I feel dirty just reading these. <laughs> Want to see me bend over, right? And show my booty hole in perfect punani? Full nude, spread it so wide. See, but this mm. is the part. Eat me out like groceries. Yum. Emoji, emoji, emoji. <laughs> Wait, I feel like this goes <laughs> big sale. Sexy, sexy Saturday treat. Originally $75. Girl, you need to make your prices higher. higher. She doesn't respect herself. Dang, to me, the a lot for 100 Originally 200 Oh. Dang, it's like, 
That's a lot. Not that was, a queen. My point of the tweet is this. Oh, oh my God. I just read what it said. You scared me. <laughs> oh my God. How many hot dogs can I get inside me? Okay, now this is sad. This is it's like- It's really sad because it goes intervention. back. Since your daughter's older, don't you think that her daughter will see this shit? No. She's putting hot dogs in her and then and then eating them. It's a long video. For 13 for minutes. $120. Not $120. For $120, she gonna get uh, a damn bum bum from going from here. Not a bum bum. Yeah. I'm just gonna say this. Wait. <laughs> I'm not against anybody doing what, what they, they do. need to do what to get some do. money. I it have friends who are in the adult um, industry in all aspects who are in it or who film it and whatever. And all respect to you. Get your money how you want your money. But this is different. Just know. Share it's, your, it's your I'm price. A stripper, I probably made half a season in three or four nights. Raise your prices. Like she raised her prices. Not you. Not you. Her. Vegas, I just shouldn't know cuts. Oh God, but if I was getting cuts, <laughs> so reading her offer. Be charging top dollar for those shit cups. Oh. I just got hot dollar. Out. I just really got stressed. If I'm sticking a hot dog in me and eating it, stop it. No, you're not. Just not. We're in the thousands, baby. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you crazy? I know 120. Like, damn, that's going to be a salty-ass hot dog. <laughs> I'm going to have to dip the hot dog in some tequila. Just mix it around real quick. Cure <laughs> it real fast. I'm just saying. At the end of the day, you can rant and rave and say that everyone's delusional and say that all this. You can say that everyone got relevant to be on TV. You can say that I used to be a stripper, all this other shit. That is true, baby. But a nobody went to the extent that you have to stay relevant. And honestly, it's disgusting. Okay, so wait. Is she really doing these things? Has anybody seen seen a video? Like, has anybody paid that 80 bucks to really see her do these things? So how many? Can you see, like, does she have, like, subscribers? Like, pooping in a, I mean, like, farting in a thing and, like, selling it? Stop, not farting. No, she was pooping and she was oh. wiping her butt on like a cotton thing. I saw that video. Containing the smell and like, I don't know. I just want to know like if anybody has really That's paid real for her OnlyFans and is really I'm, her I, I assume so. If she keeps having deals. Guys, I'm disturbed. If she keeps having deals, somebody is paying for that shit. Somebody is disturbed just like her. Yeah, I, a guy sent me all that. A guy that pays Oh, I don't remember That's his name. Him. He sent me that. He sent Grobin holding on to them screenshots since the shit went down. I don't know if his Instagram. Can you ask him if he could do a quick screen record? I would just like to see the hot dogs. Shots. I got to make bets on how many hot dogs. Say that again, Ashley. I said, I got to see if there's an Instagram name on the screenshots because I don't remember who sent them to me. I, I don't know the person. Hold on, we'll tell you. Like a random person. Do our research over here. You know, it's honestly to the point where I am. No, 
I will pay the. Do we all just pitch in to see I what's will going on? We all pay. <laughs> I would definitely pay. I just, I'm so. Curious. I mean, she has so many deals. I want to see it. She has she really good she deals. Got so many deals. What day of the week is it? What day is it? It's, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. She on. got a deal. Hold on. She got a deal today. Hold on. We only get it. There was a wild Wednesday. All new, but I don't. I can't see this. It says stepmom, and then it's like period fuck fetish i don't need it i I said it like this but did not lower your voice (laughs) you said fuck fetish (laughs) like like i'm whispering but i'm not (laughs) we not whispering over here okay i'm not gonna lie i'm going to find the only fans i will sacrifice my 80 dollars or 50 dollars or whatever it is will you and i will let you guys is she somebody posted no, it's a fantasy. Oh, it's a fantasy. I don't know. All right, let's get off Ferris. I feel like this let's is some euphoria shit. No, no euphoria is, was better than this, this shit. Is fair, <laughs> this is the fair way that no one is writing. Nobody is right. Nobody is, is trying to write this. Except for it's one girl, helicopters. 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 One girl, hella cups. All right. What was next in the episode after the Farrah explosion? Besides Zach calling me the goddamn Hulk. I was going to say, there was one thing that I liked when you, Corey, and Zach were sitting down. Y'all were talking about, I could be making this up, but I don't remember exactly. We're talking about co-parenting. You guys were talking about co-parenting. And I think it was Corey who was like, you know, I think we co-parent like pretty good. Like our situation is different, but you guys figure it out. And I loved how it was like all this stuff just happened, but then it was like it you guys were able to bring it back down. Yeah. And as a family, like talk about it and be yeah. it was nice that you guys were all on the same page. Like it wasn't a Hulk smash what the hell, Cheyenne, but it was like no Hulk smash. And that out, conversation wasn't that conversation wasn't curated. Like no. It wasn't like, hey, can you guys go over talk here and about talk it, about yeah. this? Like we were, I think Zach and I were sitting there first and then Corey just was walking by and we just all sat down and started talking. Mm-hmm. And what I said is real. Like we're always on go mode. We're always mm-hmm. doing something or trying to make some shit shake. So uh, me and Corey's conversations are literally about who's picking up Ryder, where's Ryder going to be or what Ryder has going on or what school event or what's going on, what's yeah. going on with Ryder to where it's never like we never have a second for me or him and Zach to connect and Taylor to, to just connect and say, are we OK? Like, just do a check yeah, in. like not even OK with each other, but just okay in our lives like our personal lives are you good okay we're good and it's not like let's get deep into each other's personal lives like there's still boundaries but it's just like you okay all right it's just like yeah your child like you know writer is all of your priority and it's her well-being so it's like even if like the parent is off then it's writer's gonna be off right like Corey said writer has four parents at the end of the day and that's four different people that we all have to make sure that everybody's on the same page mm-hmm. and that everybody's mentally, mentally healthy, healthy. Yeah. And can I just say, I love that this conversation is taking place. Don't come for me. You uh, race mongers, but between a black, black couple and a black family, I feel like it's not often that you see like, um, a black baby mother being able to say, okay, you have a girlfriend. This is what it is. I respect her. You don't see a black baby yeah. dad. Being, yeah. have a husband now shy let's let me shake his hand let's get it you know what i'm saying and i think that people don't think that happens especially at this age so it's very commendable because my mama she got kids by all different dudes honestly i'm just keeping it real and <laughs> all of our dads 
might be at the house at any given one time with our stepdad. That's how we've always grown up. Like my sister's dad, he's the guy camping gear. So we camp with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, my, my stepdad, like he's a tech guy. So he's the guy that does all the games and like, you know, they each bring something seriously, something to the table. Yeah. And I've never like, I've never seen my mom divisively try to split it up. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's only more people that love Ryder, the better. Cause you, and you want her to be able to go to her aunts, her uncles, her dads, her bonus dads, her wherever the support comes from, it doesn't matter as long as it's genuine support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's all my concern has ever been is making sure that who is in Ryder's life is genuine and who is who's gonna, you know, teach her the right things and put the right things in front of her. And I really feel like we we have that, like we have a good circle. And that's, you know, my circle and my family, Corey's circle and his family. And mm-hmm. we know how to combine our circles to make a big one for a rider. Mm-hmm. And I'm like you, I'm happy that um, people get to see it. And I'm happy people get to see two black men. Yes. Have a healthy conversation. conversation. Yes. That's so, yeah. Not only talk about it, but then to see be there, to do it, to be present, to be able yeah. to change rider without giving looks and doing this and do, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, it's not, it's not, I don't think it's something that is perpetuated about our culture. No, no and I, I love agree. it. I think it's great. And it's not only there is a, a surplus of parents, there's hella grandparents who are crazy about the kids. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. it's, it's interesting for me because I grew up with my grandparents, but they were able to be my grandparents. Like they weren't my parents that raised me. So it's like, I love that bond. And we've even had some of our great grandparents who have been in our lives and it's the, our kids get to enjoy those moments and like create those memories. And it's the older I get, the more I realize and I meet people that they don't always have those experiences. Like they don't know their grandparents. They didn't get to meet a great grandparent. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a, uh, there's four parents and I don't even know how many grandparents. There's a lot. Claim writer, mm-hmm. but yeah, a lot cleaner, even like, like last weekend writer was at Zach's parents house. Off top. I'm thinking like nine grandparents. And <laughs> Um, I asked Ryan, I'm like, they have, Zach has a niece that's around Ryder's same age. I'm like, do you guys want to have the play date at my house and, and, um, or at Zach's dad's house with, you know, Papa Terry and mm-hmm. Terry? And she's like, I want to go there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I love that. I want to be up under you, girl. She want to go to her grandparents' house. I right? know. I'm like, I love that you are comfortable going without you. without me. Yeah. And you're like, bye. Right, right. I'm, I'm safe. Yeah, she feels very I mean, safe, like very secure, and yeah. she knows what it is too. Because Ryder is very in tuned, and when Ryder, when the energy is not right, Ryder will, Ryder let you will know. not so mess. With she it. will let you know. It's, yeah, it's but also like that because it's like if Zach's family was anything less than that to Ryder, how could you be marrying him? Exactly that part. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, you have to. There has to be that okay you ain't my kid ain't step nothing and that has up front step don't mean nothing and I think that if Zach was different or if his family or if Ryder was like I don't know you probably wouldn't be so fucking with Zach because you know what I'm saying like our kids give us that green light yeah for sure for sure they will let us know Mm -hmm. yeah know they when I was doing my little thing Holly was like mom and she (laughs) (laughs) 
Y'all go love back. Seeing your daughter on screen and in photos. Like she's so adorable. <laughs> and she's, she'll tell you, I was dating this other guy, like very briefly. Um, and he unfortunately got opportunity to be on camera very briefly, but when he was on camera, like he like touched me and Holly was like, don't touch my mom. She was like literally two. I have to say she knew. She knew. She said, get your hands off her. She knew. Don't touch my mom. She was not fucking with him. I, and the whole world was like, your daughter was trying to tell you right there. Yeah. No. God, listen to the kids. I, they're yeah. more in tune than we are sometimes. We don't yeah. realize. They feel so much. And mm-hmm. they just know. They're the like, other thing I, that they, they're like, I peep you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see you. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What else stood out from last night's episode was the conversation that most of the dads, not Barr, because he said he was sleepy, um, did on the boat (laughs) trip. And then the conversation that you girls had on your boat. Oh, yeah. I thought it was really good to see, like. Number one, I think they should show more of the dad conversation in the dads. I agree. But I also really liked that it was you guys were able to break off and have your conversation. And I thought they were both very good. Yeah. I didn't watch it, so I don't know what was said. Um, but I seen the little clip, the little clip that they posted of the dads, and I just feel like it needs to happen more often. Yeah. Um the younger dads and the like the OG dads and the two dads, like everyone's got something to learn from each other. And I think that um, a lot of people don't understand, but like in the black, I feel like in the black community, the young black community, a lot of these young black men, they get these girls pregnant. They don't got no friends that are being dads, good dads, at least. A lot of them don't even have their own good dads. So now they don't even know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, like, like bar. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have an example of a man or a dad. Mm-hmm. Both for me. And so I like to see Devoin surrounded by Corey. Yeah. Gary, because those are guys that can look at him and either say, yes, you're doing the right thing. Or honestly, bro, as a dad, no. 
Yeah. And they need that. They really need that, that peer support and it's um it's important it's necessary it's important for men to be around other strong men especially fathers and like you said there's a lot of black men that don't have those fathers strong men those strong father figures in their lives Mm -hmm. except like my son my son's dad doesn't have that strong man like in his life so he's constantly trying to figure it out on his own Mm -hmm. and it's just, it's hard. It's, it's hard, hard, but it's beautiful to see them come together and be able to preach to each other and show like, hey, I'm doing it. So can yeah. you, you can yeah. be strong. You can yeah. be able to co-parent beautifully without mm-hmm. bickering or without having this ego that comes between yeah. it. That was know? one of my biggest things when I was pregnant with Ryder. I prayed so hard for a girl because I was like, I don't want to have a boy and I'm by myself. Because how am I supposed to raise a black man? Yeah, it's the hardest it's thing. Hard. It's hard to raise a black man it's because hard. you don't want to raise somebody that's going to treat a black woman wrong. You don't want to raise a just black man. Just, but also it's hard because during the time when everything was going on with like, like the Black Lives Matter, like. My son was maybe um, maybe four and I had to I feared for myself because I'm raising a black man that's about to like if he's driving around as a teenager, he could get shot. And yeah. so like those are things that you have to you have to as break a mother. Their yeah, break their innocence. Mm-hmm. I had to break my son's innocence and we he was watching me go to marches. So yeah. I had the opportunity, um, a mother in the industry was doing a Black Lives Matter um, protest for kids. Mm-hmm. So I made, I had my son make his sign. I made oh. him understand what was going on. And I constantly instill into his head till this day, every time we go to school, you are a beautiful black man. You're a beautiful black boy. Your skin is beautiful. Your hair is beautiful. Like those are things that like, I don't think any other kid has to deal with which is crazy. You have to tell your kids those things. And I honestly think our generation is a generation that is more so like, um, like for instance, my mom was raised by my great grandmother whose parents were slaves from the South. Mm -hmm. She grew up mainly in segregation. You know what I'm saying? And so she raising my mom taught her like, don't you piss off the white people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't until that my mom got older that she taught me like, no, you fight for your rights. You do that. You do that. So I think our generation is a generation that's kind of like, no, you got us messed up. We're going to let you know mm-hmm. like, what we stand for. But um, yeah, unfortunately, we have the burden of raising our kids for the world that we live in and not the world that we wished we lived in. And that includes breaking their spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And because it's Fortunately for us, letting them live in ignorance is extremely dangerous. Yeah, super dangerous. And you can't do it. I mean, you just you can't do it with girls or boys. And that goes goes both ways. I mean, I've had this conversation with my younger cousin who was a girl and she was she went to the same predominantly white school that I went to. Mm -hmm. And she was she was playing like ding dong ditch. And I said, you're the only brown one out of all those girls. If somebody comes out 
and you're standing playing in front of their house. What do you think? What do you think is going to happen? But do you think it's going to get in trouble? Who's going to get in trouble first? Or when the police show up, who's doing what first? Like you don't have that same privilege as the other girls there. And she, it was like, she looked at me like I broke her. Yeah. And I'm like, unfortunately, these are things that you're going to have to understand because I went to the same school. I was around those same kids, older siblings. And I was the one brown girl. And who do you think got in trouble first? Yeah. That's same for me, pretty much. You know, a lot of people don't understand. Like my family is a, few black first like my grandma was the first black woman to work in major league baseball and my grandfather grandfather is a like a 40-year professor at Cal State East Bay and he's in the hall of fame for all this educational shit that he's written for black people education um and so I was the young kid that my parents had money. My grandparents had money. So I was the one black kid in the white school. But it wasn't until I got older that I realized it's not that they accepted me. I had the money. What could they do? They had to tell me. My, my, my check was as long as theirs. Um, and I didn't. Re- I thought I thought we was friends. You know what I'm saying? But yes. no, but it's I, so true. Actually, I feel I can relate to that because it's like for me, I was there were two black students in my class, fourth through 12th grade. And the other, the other black student, she came from a biracial family, but I was the only one with a black mom, black dad. And I was taught that I was black growing up. And this is, this is who we are. My parents did everything they could to expose and enlighten and broaden my horizon in terms of perspective and like learning and growth. But it's, um, the girls in my class, I thought they were my friends at first, but guess what? Do I talk to anyone? No. When George Floyd happened, I had a few girls reach out because it's they're now mothers and they heard George Floyd talk call out for his mama. Mm-hmm. And their things were, how do I make my child anti-racist? Because mm-hmm. I know I, I missed the mark. Like mm-hmm. it's um they're just just because you're in, in the environments at the time you may feel like, oh, these are my these are my peers, these are my friends, but it's just our parents are able to afford or we're we're the and yeah. put us in these yeah. environments with purpose and intention. Yeah. And it's it's um it's yeah. hard. hard. It's hard. It's and hard. it's 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 a hard reality because it's like my eight-year-old self is now being broken again in terms yeah. of, you know, oh, you know what? I saw you every day for nine years, but it meant nothing. Have you had to have any uncomfortable or any conversations with Holly? Absolutely, because my side of my side of the family is Pro black and Bar's mom is white, blonde hair, blue eyes. Mm. And so for my daughter, it's confusing because it's not like we're teaching, we're not teaching her racism, but how can you teach her the truth without telling her the truth? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so she's like, well, mom, Nana's white. Is she, is she like, yeah, and I'm trying to have this questions. It's not about. I want it to be less about black and white and more about character, but always know people see black and white, and there are allies on both sides of all colors. Mm-hmm. Yes, but know who you are. You know what I'm saying? Yes, your nana is a white woman with blonde hair, blue eyes, but you do not have the same luxuries as her. Yeah, you're a little African American girl yeah. with pinky yeah. curly hair. You don't. Yeah. You know. So I want her to be proud of 
both of who she is. I don't want her to say, I'm not half white. Nah, nah, nah. I want her to be proud of it, but I also want her to stand in the truth and, and be able to be a strong black woman, not put another woman down, but be able to say, this is who I am. This is part of our history, but shit is fucked up. Yeah. yeah. I've had to do the same thing with Ryder because on Corey's side, his mom is white. Yeah. And it's that fine line of making her understand and also yeah. getting her to understand that um, you can be proud of both of, of yeah. everything, everything that, you're, you are. that you have going on. You can be very proud of both of them. But, but my it, job as your black mother is to teach you how to be a strong black woman. Yeah. I know that. Like, I know how to do that because that's what I was taught. My family's pro-black. Now, me teaching you to be pro-black has nothing to do. It's not downplaying it's not your grandmother. It has nothing to do with that. But this is just what it is over here. So the other day, I have two stories. So the other day, it was MLK Day and Ryder didn't have school. And she was like, well, why don't we have school? It's MLK Day. And she's like, well, what the hell is that? So I'm trying to explain to her MLK Day. And she was mm-hmm. like, okay. And she was like, really looking at me like, okay, okay. And I was trying to explain segregation, but to a four-year-old, you know, yeah. like, what? It's oh, just I so like, every day what? Like, school. And then mm-hmm. the other day we had a conversation because she came home from school and she said, um, one of her friend's hair is straight. She kept going like, it's like this. It's like Holly, this, mom. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, well, what does that have to do with you? And she was like, well, she was pressing my hair like this, oh, like Stop trying to make it. her curls straight. And I was like, well, Ryder, your curls are beautiful. Like some people have straighter hair, some people have thicker hair, some people have like hair texture, right. hair. Everybody's hair is beautiful. Nobody's hair is more beautiful than like different it's hair, just different right? hair. Yeah. And she was like looking at me like, OK, so then I remembered Shannon had told me to watch this show on Netflix yes. called Karma. And there's a whole Karma's episode world. on Don't Touch My Hair. So we watched this episode. It's really good. So you should show Holly it. The next day, Ryder came home from school and she said, she tried to touch my hair, but I told her, no. <laughs> I was like, put those boundaries up. I was like, and what she say, Ryder? She was like, she was fine. We played. Yeah. But like, she was so proud to say that like, she she was like, no, no, you can't touch my hair again. Yeah. But it's so important. Like, I'm so happy that they have that show because Karma's World, you should have your daughter Holly watch it. It's solely of this little black girl with this beautiful big hair. Mm-hmm. And she just, she gives, you've heard of it? Yeah. And she gives these different lessons of like being a black girl in, yeah. in, in the world. And it's so beautiful because I feel like kids need this. I just bought um, Ryder and Boz a book about like hair, haircuts, cool haircuts. hair, cool haircuts, yeah. and something the girls is something I forget. I it. But it gives you affirmations of being okay with what you're doing. Like it says, like I am awesome in this world. So mm-hmm. I just feel like it's just always affirmations that we have to teach our kids, which is yeah. sad, but it's just what it is. It is what it is. But it's it's a blessing to be able to have books as such because, you know, we're still very new out of slavery and we're still having to teach people how to treat us. Yeah. So when you equip your child with those tools of, hey, you know, don't touch my hair or let me help establish those boundaries early. I think it does help prepare and like give them the strength to continue in life knowing who they are and be proud yeah. of who they are because yeah. it's... um. 
we got it. We're teaching our kids, but we're also teaching our kids how to teach others um, how to treat them. So it's, I love that these tools are available nowadays and that we can have these conversations because, you know, and I love that you have first in your family. Yeah. I think it's great. Inferior saying like whoever gave us that idea is wrong. And that's why they gave us that idea of inferiority because they knew they were wrong. Because honestly, people hate when I say this, but we're the blueprint. You can't turn on one thing, do one thing without doing something that our people contributed. Amen. Yeah, because I love going back to like you saying you have first in your family. I as well have first in my family. My um, my uncle was one of the first nine black children to go to all white school. He was part of the Little Rock Nine. And um. Being able, to have, being able to have my uncle, um, I remember I went to an all-white school, very private, you know, but he would always come to my school in month of February, Black History Month, and talk to the students about it. And also my... Um, he spoke at Westridge, too. He spoke, he speaks at he's, a lot of schools. He's, he's an amazing speaker. Um, oh. Just telling kids about, you know, and I that's another thing, like teaching my son, like, because going back to the MLK day, day mm-hmm. Parker is over here telling me, mom, but they shot him. Why did they shoot him? I'm like, I'm like, is that what they're teaching you? Like, he was like, mom, but he, I was like, no, that he did so many thought. amazing yeah. things. Those yeah. are the two things that he remembered from <sighs> learning about um, Martin Luther King, that they shot him and that he was, um, in my head, like he was too righteous and that he got, that he got locked up. Yeah. That's when I go to the school. Yeah. Because what I kept, and what I kept telling him, I said, no, he made it okay so that you can be with your friends right yeah. now. And it's like your <laughs> uncle made it possible so for you to be in school. Could all attend the schools that we attended. And, you know, it's, that's, that's so history is being made. The curriculum was not written for us to study in the first place. Uh-uh. So, and they're doing their best to erase it now. Black, the best thing I can say to any black parents is that trust and believe that the only things that your kid is going to get about if you're black, about their culture comes from home. It comes from the home. Yeah. Yeah. Because who is still telling y'all Christopher Columbus is the reason why we here. And that makes <laughs> a stall. So, you know, I don't really want to hear it. So, there are a lot of people in the back. Yeah. If you want to. <laughs> your kid real history black history to be prideful in who they are that's got to start in the home because yeah, the school, yeah. school was never meant for us no, and to write that in for us would only be to admit that it was never meant for us and that would be to admit that all the shit they've been saying all this time is a lie and they ain't gonna do that yeah yeah i i have one question before we wrap it up because we clearly can talk for a long time. Yes, we'll have to do this again. <laughs> we have to do it again. We have to do it again. Yes. <laughs> but my, since we're taught it's Black History Month, we are four Black strong women mothers. And I know I've had my own experience with dealing with being Black and on Team Mom. What has your experience been oh, like? Oh, yeah. It's double-sided. It's like a double-sided sword. Um, because on one hand, um, yes, me and Bar are a mess, but me and Bar came from a mess and we're doing the best in that mess to give our daughter the best she's ever had. And I think we're doing a damn good job as young black people yes. trying, 
show our genuine transition into this like super maturity, super adulthood. Um, but on the other hand, I don't get the same slack that white castmates get. And I would just say that off the bat. I have my associate's degree in nursing science. These hoes got cosmetology licenses and everyone's clapping in grand applause. I mean, what are you talking about? I plan diet hair on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? But because I'm black, I feel like my, my, my accomplishments are not as blown up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think when we mess up or when do you think like when we mess up and when I say we, that's me, you, Corey, Zach, is it blown up more than some of our other castmates? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Bar has gotten two DUIs. There's no secret. Bar is the hood nigga. He's been I'm trying to keep him out the streets. I'm doing the best I can. You know what I'm saying? We're from East Oakland. I'm only I only can give you what I really have. You know what I'm saying? Um, but he's been talking about them two DUIs since he got them since the baby was born. And I want to know why can't he grow from this? Why are we still like, talking? That's been his storyline. Yeah. Um, the reason that's- why before with our wedding is because his DUI is not resolved. The reason why, um, you know, it's just it's just all this little shit. And it's like, some of y'all is really out here strung out on meth. And I don't see y'all say a word. We're talking about the same D. De- no, I'm just keeping it real. We're talking about the no, same. Okay. It's, it's real. real. It's real. It's real. Like, let's pass. Let's, we're past this. Yeah, yeah we're past this. Like, let us let grow. Us grow. Let us grow, please. Like, yeah. In two years, I don't want to hear about Cheyenne flipping a table. I'm so sorry. I don't care. No, that's. Yeah. But. Talking to me about stuff that I did when I was 19. I'm 25 now, y'all. I'm not the same person. I still might fuck you up just as quick, but I ain't the same person. I'm trying to change and I can't elevate because not only does the viewer not allow it, but the editing that MTV does does not allow it. That's real. That is real. I, I like how you bring that up because there's been so many times where I'll be like um, online to seeing like, oh, Ashley, this, Ashley, that. But and I'm like, anytime I talk to you or hear you speak, you sound very educated. You are clear in what you have to say. She just like, opened a brand new salon. We know what your stance is. And yes. I'm like, why are people saying these things about her? She seems really smart. She seems like a great family person. Like you really are holding it down. And when I say holding it down, it's holding yourself accountable, doing what you have to do, like Thank as a mother and like. You know, sometimes we got to put a little extra work in our men. And it's like, I see you do that, too. And it's it's not like there's a, nothing wrong there's nothing with, that. with that. There's nothing all. wrong with like, that. I it's I think that this show really fucked up by casting me because they had a whole bunch of girls. They they got a whole bunch of girls living in the butt fuck middle of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Never seen a 7-Eleven in their life. And then they have me. I'm from East Oakland. You know, I'm high speed movement. I'm prime, you know, all type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a lot that's come out of Oakland, too, in terms of black history. So yeah. it's, it's a, you come from the strong black, like. I, my spicy, I just like, bitch, fuck you. What you going to do about it? They, 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 they hate it. They hate me for it. But I mean, all you can do is respect it. Number one, I don't come for people unless you come for me. And if I come for you, everything I say about you is true. Also, tip I mind my business, but if you call for me, I will answer your call, beloved. So yeah. that's where I stand with that. And you know, I'm I'm 
What I will say is that I'm going to stay on this show and I'm going to stay being black on this show and I'm going to stay raising my black daughter and I'm going to stay loving my black husband. Um, and I'm going to show you had any situations like racially with any of your castmates where you had to either say like, whoa, or had any like uncomfortable conversations or do y'all just leave it? You don't even have those conversations with each other. I actually had a conversation with Kale about a comment that she had said in regards this is something she said long, long ago, I guess, in regards to her son's haircut and the dad or something like that. And we talked about it and I just said, listen, um, I think sometimes white women have babies by colored men and they don't know what they're getting themselves into. They don't know the right words to say. They don't know the hair products to use. They don't know this shit. You know what I'm saying? And I... I talked to Kayla and she was like, yeah, I said what I said, but I didn't, you know, like we had that talk mm-hmm. and I was her and she was able to hear me. And, um, yeah, I feel like I go there because I'm the, I can't be your friend if I can't connect with you on a more deep level than just our favorite color. Yeah, no, I agree. I you agree. know, I yeah. say, I, that was really insensitive what you said. And I don't think, as a friend, you probably should not say that anymore. You should probably think of a different way to say that. Yeah. And I think we are here to do. And yeah. Black women need to be having that combo so that people's toes stop getting stepped on. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah, agree. I agree. I remember when everything was going on with George Floyd and stuff, and I did an interview and someone asked me, have any of your castmates reached out or said boo or anything? You good. And I said, no. Yeah. And I'm like, and, you know, I don't know if I expected them to or not, but it would have been nice. Right. To see if you're just okay. to say, hey, just because it was so, in. so it was much. Just so much. And you have to understand, like during that time, I felt like we all felt the weight of our work, like the, so the weight of the world. I, on us. I, I was you always said like, oh, we're scared to be black. For once in my life, I think I was genuinely afraid to be black. Because I live. I ain't gonna say where I live, but I live where the white folks grow. Ain't a black person in my neighborhood. And when that shit was happening, it was Trump flags on every truck. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, okay, we gonna have to load up like the purge because if it go down, we gonna yeah. it out. And it would have been it's, nice yeah. just to have somebody reach out and say, "I'm just saying, hi. I see, like, I see what's going I see on. You. So, I know it affects you. Yeah. Like, so after I put that out, Kate called me the very next day. Like, I'm so like, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't even know that this is oh how to. Yeah, and it felt approach you right. And then I heard from Macy, and then I heard from Amber, and everyone was like, "Look, Amber was like, to be honest, I didn't even know what the fuck was going on. Amber was living under a rock. I remember that she was like, like, I stayed off. She was like, this is on my get off social media sabbatical. I don't have the table right now. Like, Uh, she knew what was really going on. She didn't know what was going on. I'm like, girl, you get a pass. I'm so sorry, but you know, I think it took me having to say like. I needed y'all to say boo say something for them to feel like it was okay to say something, yeah. which was, which in hindsight, I probably could have handled it differently. I didn't need to do an interview about it, but at the same time, I'm not going to text you to tell me to text. I'm not going to no. text you and say, Hey, text me, like yeah, text me to ask me. Right, like, like, hey, it doesn't work we, like that either. Uh, everybody is everybody's responsibility on this earth. Cause we live here together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? If I'm on the road with you, you're my responsibility and I'm yours. If I start acting crazy, we're going to crash. Yeah. yeah. If 
We are fighting for trans rights, alien rights, hula hoop rights. Everybody should be in the streets fighting for those rights because we 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 live here. Yeah. This is our. So I don't care if we are um, fighting for Hispanic rights, if we're fighting for Asian rights. I don't care if we're fighting for white people, whatever rights they need to have. Yeah, we the humanity. Like, we all be on the same yeah, page. Yeah. That doesn't say to say, oh, I don't see color. That's not what I'm saying. That's not it. That's, I, have I hate when people that say that. The other day, and I literally was like, do not say that. Because when you say that, you are negating who I am. You are literally saying, you do not see me. You do not respect who I am as a Black person. You do not expect my heritage. You do not expect the people, the lineage that I come from. And I was like, do never, like, never say that. But they think and that then, that's, the, that's the right the, thing to if, say. If this person yeah. wanted to go on about how I'm not racist, I said, yeah, but you're not anti-racist either and it's like anti-racism like you have to really educate yourself and relearn like it's it's a it's a lifetime commitment and that's for any person Mm -hmm. anyone it's not just white people that's anyone like we've all been miseducated literally Mm -hmm. so it's um can't you can't chill on this topic i think it was a time for everybody if you weren't taking action i was looking at you like okay Right. Okay. Yeah, I see you. Yeah. But even like you said earlier, if you if you call out answer, and that to me comes in all aspects. A lot of people always ask me, "What happened with you and Mackenzie?" She called. She called me, and I answered. She Mm -hmm. asked me, "Can I call you?" We sat on the phone for way too fucking long, long. like for a minute to. For me to educate and explain and explain and explain. I don't think anything penetrated that girl's head. And I don't know Mackenzie. I've never um, met her. I met her one time um, at the end of a reunion, like in a hotel, but the it was a blackout. Yeah. So it was like quick and passing. Never met her. I mean, like never sat down, had a conversation, never hugged, never did mm-hmm. anything. Like never said more than hi, my name is Cheyenne and kept it moving. Yeah. So when her Facebook post got out about the whole colored comment, she DM me and asked, can you, can I call you? And immediately I asked my mom, like, why does she want to call me? <laughs> I don't know her. And mm-hmm. my mom said, you're probably the black person that, she, that she's she, close to, like she can reach out to. Mm-hmm. So what are you going to do? And I said, well, shit, oh, hey, call me. Like, yeah. you didn't call me colored. Yeah. I'm not, you know, you don't need to call and apologize to me. You didn't offend me. And so my feelings aren't hurt. The way so, our dad raised this too is if you have the opportunity to have that conversation. Conversation to someone, have it. Have it. So we had that conversation and we were on the phone for a very long time of me explaining segregation, me explaining all these things that in my head you should know, but then I have to think back. I was taught these things at home. You clearly weren't taught those things at home. And that's, that's on you. That's not on me. And at the end of it, I was like, okay, I don't think anything stuck. Yeah. Like, it was so bizarre. Yeah. Can I say this, though? I think it's time that we as Black people take the responsibility off of our shoulders to educate the whole fucking world about what it is to be Uh, Black. In in hindsight, I wish I would have just read the DM. I'm so tired. Bitch, Google it! Google it! Yeah. Right. Go down a rabbit hole. Yes. Textbooks, classes. You, I am not the black encyclopedia. Yes. Literally. I I swear, looking back, I'm like, 
I should have just said no. no. Google it. You. I, I mean, literally should have said no because yes. the phone call turned into. Uh, it became a whole. It became thing. a whole DM exchange. It became a whole. Well, can you get on Zoom with her and 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 color change is going to do the Zoom with you guys? And I'm like, why? Why am I even in this? Yeah. It like, became a whole thing. And what? And then on the color change thing, it was once again them explaining and educating, me explaining and educating, and her saying at the end, I love you. I love you. And she asked me then, why won't you say I love you back? I said, I don't know you. Yeah. I've, I've met you one time in passing. And love isn't a word that I was taught that you just throw around. Oh, I'm not the type to be like, see you later, girl. Love you. Bye. That's just, <laughs> that's not me. My dad literally would make us write essays, essays on what love was to us in what it means to love someone and what it means to be in love and what it means to say I love you so when I say I love you to someone I genuinely mean I love you and I explained that to her I'm like girl I don't love you I don't I don't know you know your middle name like I don't know you from I couldn't pick you out in a lineup if I wanted to you don't love you she don't know you so y'all don't love each other why does it matter oh why does it matter so when she did that whole drawn out live of saying I reached out to her and I wanted to hold hands and I told her I loved her and she laughed at me. I didn't laugh at you. I just explained why I don't love you. Yeah. yeah. But like you said, bizarre. I should have literally, I look back and I'm like, I should have said, no, no. no. It's not our job to only number one, you have to first understand yourself what it is to be black, accept that, walk in learn about that then they want you to hold that on your shoulders and carry it around from for every kid to get it yeah that's not my that was your parents job and they failed you baby literally 2022 and you can get on google and google ferris pussy i don't understand why you can't google segregation sometimes people don't want yeah. to yeah, yeah no they don't want to then don't don't put your ignorance. Well, don't ask me. me to explain it. Don't to you it's hard enough as a black person to read it to know what it really is mm-hmm. to go through it and actually it feel the effects it. of it. To everything. go through it. It's to have great great grandparents who were in it. To have yes. great grandparents who are still alive that could tell you how it felt. Yes. To see uh-huh. that parents so no i don't feel like sitting on the phone with you and babying you about some shit that the whole world knows about right. you should know or should know then my my thing is this if you choose to be ignorant then then that ignorance is a choice at a certain age yeah, yeah. and that's that's what i said but i said ignorance is pervasive yes and that means it's on both sides i never once said hey mckenzie you're ignorant now i can think that but i never said it all I said was ignorance is pervasive. I think that there's ignorance from everybody, everybody. not just one little yeah. corner. Everybody, it goes both. Ignorance ways. is a lack of knowledge. It's not such the people think about it with this bad connotation. It's a lack of knowledge. If you're ignorant, you're ignorant. But you the world is ignorant of itself. We are all ignorant. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with ignorance. The problem is if you don't choose to change that ignorance. Like if you want to stay ignorant. I have no time for you. Yeah. Right. Like our energy does not match at all. Like yeah. I have no conversation with you, but if you are genuinely like seeking and like, Hey, I look this up, but like, I need to know more. Or like, I want to ask some questions. I want to further this conversation. I'll go back and forth with you all day. Cause that's what my life has been. You know, I've had to 
be that black person in a lot of rooms and play all these different roles, you know? So it's, I can have the conversation with anyone and walk away and still feel good about myself, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and in hopes of you having a better understanding or you being like, you know what, let me do something different. Cause best believe my children, my nieces, my nephews, they will all know that they are very, very black and that they are beautiful and that they are loved and deserving of everything. And they will be fighting for change throughout their lives. So it's, you're either going to be on their side or not be on their side, but there will be a reckoning. And it's like, but I think these a, conversations, even amongst us are healthy. You got to It's very healthy and should be heard. And it's okay. It's not to bash anybody. Yeah. It's not to hurt anybody's feelings, but if it sparks the conversation in your house, at your table, on your couch, then I feel like we did, we did a good job. We did yeah. Because it gets you talking. It's, yeah. It gets you talking yeah. and it's, uh, it's necessary. I agree. Okay. So every week we end our podcast with you either have to share a WTF moment of your week or the past two weeks of your life, whenever, or you can share some advice, any advice that you want to give. If you feel like that is who you are that day, you can give some advice or you can share a WTF. Who would like to go first? Not me. I'll go first. On y'all's territory, I'll go first. I'm up exactly. I have several what the fuck moments, and they're the same thing, and this keeps happening. I don't know what's going on with me, but I'm going through a phase in my life where I am getting out of my car and taking the keys out of the ignition without putting the car in park. Wait, no, I've done that before. Don't even judge me. I don't know if it's because my is moving so fast to where I'm like, I got Gucci in the trunk, I got Holly in the back, yeah. but like sometimes I will like take my key out and my car will whole ass like start rolling. And I'm like, fuck, what the fuck? Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a real what the fuck. <laughs> and it's happened like five times. And I just, I don't, I need to slow my brain down. So yes. Yes. Okay. Can I go slow down, slow, slow down, down, slow down, slow down. Yes. So Take your time. my, my words of advice would to be like, try and have a moment of, of stillness or like silence. Even if it's like five minutes for yourself in the morning before you start your daily routine, or if it's like at nighttime or say it's four o'clock in the morning, you roll, you wake up rather than going and pick it up your phone you know, go sit on the floor, do a little Indian style, go, go sit on the toilet if you need to, but like literally just sit there and like be still and let your mind just release and relax. Cause when I start doing stuff like that, and I have definitely done it before, <laughs> it, it was just like, I'm just too much on autopilot and I'm just moving too fast that I'm not even thinking like I'm literally missing, You're just on go. missing things. Ow. So like, it's you gotta slow down and literally slow down before you crash your car right girl girl. (laughs) literally literally. (laughs) i'm done okay my wtf so last week i shared about our dog deuce getting out and the crackhead next door coming to tell me now my update was ashley was like ashley's face she said crackhead I live next to a crack house, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> we live in the hood, girl. <laughs> Me and Zach literally live smack dead in the middle of the hood. But great block, but just two, just an active house. Just an active house next door. <laughs> but anyway, so Deuce got out two more times this week. 
once when we don't know who did it we don't know if it was kyle when she left or if it was patrick zach's cousin when he left but all i know is they had both left and zach came in probably like 20 minutes later he's like where's deuce i'm like i don't know that's your dog he's taking (laughs) he's taking the trash out and as soon as he opened the door i just hear yelling and commotion outside i'm like oh no zach was like deuce i'm like oh he got out again he was like chasing kids up the block <laughs> and it was so bad. And I'm just like, Mm-mm, this dog, that is dog, it's best. What dog is this? Uh, Frenchie. And he goes on adventures. Like he just gets out all the time. He got, Frenchie. so, so yesterday, was it yesterday? Yeah, it was, it yesterday. was yesterday. Zach, I woke up early, like 7 a.m. So I opened the back door to let the dog out. And I got back in the bed because it's 7 the fuck a.m. And <laughs> I didn't think anything of it. Zach probably got out of bed like we sat there and did work like from bed for a while so he it had to be like 10 30 by this time he's like where's deuce I'm like nigga I don't know like I'm sitting here with you that's your dog again I can tell you it's your dog and I just see his whole body get red real quick like he's just so red I'm like what is it he's like I'm like, what is going on? He's like, I left the gate open because Zach just got a paintball gun. He was shooting the house and <laughs> some other stuff over there. And he's like, the gate is open. I'm, and in my head, I'm thinking, oh, that dog is gone. Like, it's been hours. She was slightly relieved. He's gone. I'm like, <laughs> bye. Oh, literally. Zach, Zach takes oh, off. He's, he takes off. He's like up two blocks down. And I'm like, oh, damn it. So I put Ace in his seat and I'm like, let me just look like I'm trying because if I don't look like I'm at least trying to help you, he's going to come back with no dog and hate me also. So it won't be sad. Like it just won't be a good day. He had an appointment. He had to get to at 11. I'm just like, you can't miss that appointment. So like, screw the dog. (laughs) So I walk up like two houses and I'm like, this, this. So this guy comes out. And it's like a full gated house. He's like, hey, y'all, I got your dog, but you got to come get in. I can't, I can't come to you. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> I'm like, I love this story. So I'm literally <laughs> screaming like the top of my lungs to Zach, who's like two blocks up for him to come back so he can get the dog. Because why am I walking into this man's yard? Because now I'm scared. And <laughs> he's like, I'm screaming at Zach. The man is like, he's over here. So I walk up to the gate. He's like, you got to come in the gate and get him. I'm like, no, nah, I watch Law and Order. I'm like, mm-mm. he's like, just don't mind the pit in this other dog. That was running around. I'm like, mm-mm. and I'm trying not to be a pussy. So I walk over, I get the dog and I look down and I'm like, oh, he had an ankle monitor on. <laughs> so he couldn't, he literally couldn't bring he the dog. He literally, <laughs> he literally could not bring me the dog. And that was my WTF moment. That's funny because I thought you were gonna say he was a creeper. No, <laughs> he was just trying to he was trying to obey the law. <laughs> when she was telling me this story, I was like, "Girl, you went over to his yard, like extra." At that point, Zach was like three houses down, so I already knew like he could get to me real quick. <laughs> All right, Shannon, what you got for us this week? I guess his advice it was in my on my mind on the way here. Um, just allowing God to have all control. I, I feel like sometimes, like you said, like you move too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, just having patience. I feel like 
these last couple of months or just people around me, everything has been really challenging for a lot of people, I feel like. And just um, people are trying to get to the next level in their lives or just stuff like that. And everyone wants it to happen right away. But you really have to learn how to be just still and wait for God to show you. Because today I just been asking God, like, what's my next move? Like, what's going to go on with me? Like, where am I going to my career? And today I got booked with so many jobs and I'm like, and it took it. Thank you. But it took me a while to like, but it took me a while to like appreciate it because at first I'm like, I don't have time. Like, no, but that's, that's the first thing that came to mind. I'm like, oh, let me check my schedule. Let me see if I'm open those days or whatever. But the thing I keep asking God is to take me out of a situation. Mm -hmm. I keep asking God, I don't want this anymore. I want more. And so today God gave me more. Yes. And I didn't know how to accept it. Mm -hmm. So I think when you get those blessings, you need to say one, thank you God for those blessings that you just gave to me. Mm -hmm. And two, just be in that moment and not overthink it, not, not be like, Oh, I, I don't want this anymore. Like I'm too busy or I can't do this right now because God gave it, gave it to you for a reason. Yeah. So just being patient. Are you booked this weekend? (laughs) No, I need my hair done (laughs) before this trip. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as she said she was booked, I'm like, damn. (laughs) Awakening, but where do I fit into that? Right. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, just, hey, God, can you make room for me? <laughs> yeah, I just think that everybody, I feel like everyone's mm-hmm. trying to get to that next level and everyone's like, do it now. But I think just we just all need to just wait for that moment and yeah, just like wait for our blessings that. to show up. Yeah. And just receive it. Yeah. Receive it. Like, we're, that's something that I've had to work on. It's like when I ask for more, like, I want more. When it when I get it, I'm like, oh, you don't know what to do. What with am it. I doing? You know. But I then I remember, so. like, I prayed for this, I manifested this, and now I have it. So it's like, I'm here to receive it, yeah. and I ain't trying to fumble it. Yeah, I'm so happy you got to do this with us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You're so beautiful. We were talking about oh, how beautiful you. your eyebrows were. <laughs> Girl, my daddy really likes it. you. Hey, never hang out with Cheyenne. <laughs> My dad, Bar, you better watch my Wait, dad at the wedding. He hold gonna, on. He's going to be like, hey, want to dance, Ashley? My dad is really has a thing for Bar, too. He, oh, yeah, he, he does. He really wants to be friends with Bar. No, double up. That's like, what he double calls up, yeah, Double up. I actually love that. I did, double too. Up. I actually like that name. Wait, can you clarify something I, for me? We really want to know what it says above Bar's eyebrows. I told you. One says, it says like, norm. Okay. Is one norm? I watched your guys' girls night in and I, I, was, I was like I'm gonna answer some questions for y'all so number one Cheyenne yeah. he can't shower he cannot <laughs> he cannot submerge the bracelet so he can take a bath with his foot out the water yeah girl don't say yeah because you didn't right, know either. either no that's what I said on the show dang no we were talking about cold baths I was like ooh, ooh I want to give me a whole bath <laughs> Let me tell these people, okay? <laughs> Definitely can shower. <laughs> but he cannot submerge the bracelet because it, like, I don't know, if it's submerged for too long, it'll mess up. And then it's like really, really expensive to have them replace it. 
Oh, no. no. Okay, yeah. So, like, we could have got a bag or something, but I just didn't want to take the chance. I didn't want to pay $1,700 to replace. No, hell oh, no. Oh, hell no. I would have been like, stick your foot out the shower every time. Yeah. You cannot enjoy baths, criminal. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that, and then, um, so the tattoos are two of his brothers that passed away. That's oh, what wow. I explained. Ames. Is is he still getting them um, lasered? Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you, he wish he never got it. Dang. But it- I feel like he did that out of emotion. Yeah, you did it to spite me. Now joke is on you because you have four brows, my good sir. And I told you not to do it. Do I feel that for you? No. Should you be in pain getting this laser removal? Absolutely, positively. Four brows. Yes, yes. My good brother Bar. My good brother Bar. Yes. My good brother Bar. Double up. So Ashley has a podcast, you guys. It's called I Need Wine. Called I Need Wine. Yeah. We love wine. So anytime you'd like to have us on, we We love wine. Available for you. Yes. I should send you guys, we should send you guys some bottles so we can drink together. Yes, let's do it. I'm here for this. So make sure you guys check out Ashley's podcast. She does it with is that your friend? I know it's your friend, but Jessica, she's not white. She's Mexican. Okay, <laughs> check out Ashley's um, Mexican co-host. She loves to be known. She likes that to be known, so I'm just putting it out there. Got it. <laughs> but it. don't forget to check us out. We are the Think Loud crew. You can follow us on Think Loud crew on Instagram or listen to any of our podcasts on all podcast platforms. Twister. And I am Cheyenne. You can follow me at Shy Not Shy. I am Shani. You can follow me at Hair by Shannon C. And my name is R and you can follow me at R Kyle Lynn. And don't forget to check out our YouTube and comment, like, and make sure you subscribe. And Ashley. And Ashley, what are you? Where can we find you? I am Ashley Siren on Instagram, but I probably have all of you guys blocked. So don't come. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually really funny i love it all right guys have a good week and i hope you enjoyed this recap slash good talk that we had and prayers out to farah prayers to farah and happy black history month stay black be black stay black bye guys bye Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I 
www.thepowerofpositivity.com.